Hello, Lady Gang. Guess what? March is Women's History Month. That's right. Right now, you can join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during the month of March. That's right. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. This is awesome, folks. If you have a lady in your life of any age, you want them to have all the opportunities for success and happiness, right? Be the change you want to see in the world. Plus, you can shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Again, that's Macy's.com slash purpose and happy Women's History Month. You go, girl. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Well, what is this? Welcome to the Lady Gang. That's amazing. Say that again. The Lady Gang. Things are about to change around here. Each week, we catch up with Hollywood's hottest girl posse, Kelty Knight, Becca Tobin, and Jack Vanek. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Lady Gang. I am Becca Tobin here with Jack Vanek and Kelty Knight. Hello. Hello. Jack's wearing a Seinfeld shirt. It's amazing. Do you want to see the back of it? Yeah. Is it just Larry David's face? Can you see it? No, it's George George Costanza. (laughs) Is he in a robe? I don't know, but it's a massive picture of George Costanza. You have the best shitty t-shirts. I know. I have a Seinfeld hat too. You know, it's just that was my quarantine purchase. Wow. Oh wait, that's Splurge. new. That's new. This is new. I mean, I got it like a month ago, but this is wow. this is my life now. Wow. Okay. Seinfeld, that's baby. where we're at. That's where you're we're not at. in express clothing. Shame on you. I well, am. What? Are you? Is. Yes, she is. She's in the tie dye set. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good oh. one. It's so light because it's so hot right now in LA. And the, anyway, I wore the sweatpants with the cute little cropped tank top the other day, and I loved it. Oh, cute, cute, cute. Okay, cute, I'm so cute. ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, well, it's time for <laughs> good week. Yes, it is bad week. Oh no! Go. Can I go first? Go. Obviously, it better be good. No, it is. It's so good. <laughs> okay, so um, this past week, um. Chris and I had some work to do out of town. So we were staying at a, like a little bungalow in Palm Springs, which was actually so nice. Like I, I highly recommend if you have the ability to just like get out. I've been in my house for five months. I just needed to be on a different road. Um, so we, we stayed at this little house and, and, and it had like this little community sort of like pool in the middle. It was, I mean, it was you know, there's a lot of bugs in it. It wasn't like the four seasons or anything, but it was fine. It was like really hot there. So I'd like kind of go swimming every day. And one of the days that I was there, there was, um, uh, this like family and they had this little like 
four-year-old girl named Berkeley. And so I socially distanced, like across the pool, I started talking to Berkeley and I was like, what do you do? And she's like, I'm a model. Like she's so cute. A four-year-old? Yeah. She was like, (laughs) sorry, Kelty, you asked a four-year-old, what do you do? No, like, what do you like to do? No. Oh. I was like, are you so in school? What do you do? How old are you? Are you in school? And she said, I'm, I'm on TV. You can watch me on TV. And the mom oh, was no. like, she's on a Nickelodeon show. And then anyway, she was like the Kill sweetest. Me. No, yeah. she was so darling. She's so, so darling. And she decided that everyone there like got a nickname. So they're like, your nickname, you know, is Snuffleupagus. Like, it was just so cute. Anyway, she was darling. And so we were talking and she just like walks by me and she, you know how like kids that age will just, they've already been thinking about something and they'll bring up a new topic to you that you haven't even asked them about. And she goes, you know, I was scared of skeletons, but then I realized there's a skeleton hiding inside of everyone. Oh, dark. (laughs) Wow. Berkeley, maybe you shouldn't be modeling and you should be a philosopher. That sounds like a like a qu- quote on Goodreads with like 3,000 likes. That is I mean, crazy. So deep. And I was like, I immediately took up my phone. I had to write it down for you because I was like, it's on so many levels, like physiologically. Psychologically? No, physiologically. Okay. Physiologically, there is a skeleton hiding inside of everyone. But then also, like, I used to be scared of skeletons. And skeletons. I used to be scared of the dark parts of myself, but then I realized that everyone has dark parts. (sighs) I mean, that is fing deep. Yeah. Damn Berkeley. Damn Berkeley. Um (sighs) Berkeley. Anyway, so uh my bad week is that um I have thought of a new lady gang word and I'm so (laughs) mad that the book is already out. Okay. (laughs) It's a bad week because we do not have a second book deal. And now (laughs) I have the perfect word for the book and it's out. So I'm using it as a bad week. This is called walk tailing. So during COVID, you can't mm. go to a bar, but you can make a drink and walk around. Oh, like a, like a, yeah. Like a walkabout. Drinking walk and walking. Find yourself. Drinking and walking is walktailing. Oh, you so walktail in Palm Springs? I didn't walktail in Palm Springs. Yeah, you know what? I, I walktailed a little in Palm Springs, but like, I'm like, oh, maybe this fabulous Dunkin' Donuts cup that I love so much is about to have some margarita in it, and I'm about to go for my daily walk. A walktail wow. walk is very COVID centric. Like, I you don't have it. a walktail unless you have nothing. Although, but why a, not? It is a fun activity no matter what. It is. I yeah. mean, I, I want to drink any, any time, any day. Um, I went on a walktail around my neighborhood a couple weeks ago. I didn't know that that's what I was doing, but it was glorious. <laughs> a walktail is amazing. So, you're welcome, world. But you've a cocktail, got skeletons and walktails. A cocktail just makes everything better. I'm going to go because mine's a little bit relevant to. Uh, Kelty's. So Kelty has been in Palm Springs recently. And uh, with Lady Gang World, we've been putting out some fires over the past like couple weeks, just random shit. And I was talking to Kelty on text and she no. to me, she goes, you're, well, your texts weren't working. So we're like DMing yeah, on Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like this whole mess. And you go, 
It's because I tried to escape Palm Springs, but then I was just my same self, but in a smaller place. I'm like, what do you mean? And you go, I'm in Palm Springs, but I'm still me. I wanted to be a more fun, chill person, but nope, just Kelty in a pool. Oh my God. You and like, Berkeley could write a book together. Profound. So sad. You can't so escape sad. yourself. That is so sad. I was like in the car with Jared and I'm like, what is Kelty saying? And she's like, he's like, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. That's why people do drugs because you want to escape yourself, escape and you your can't. brain. You want right. to go away and escape life and then you realize that you are, you the, are the life. <laughs> you are your own problem. I'm you, crying right you now. You are what you are running from. Yes. Oh, it's inside I, you. It's I'm like inside you like a skeleton. Wow, you it, guys. I know. I was like, I'm going to wear dresses and be in Palm Springs and drink margaritas and everything's going to feel better. And then I got there and I was like, nothing feels better. I'm just me in a pool. It's so, it was so depressing. That's but, so dark. So that's my good week. Um, my bad week is... Uh, <laughs> hilarious, Jack. <laughs> I was so it was dark. the best quote you've ever said. Okay, my bad week um is a bad week by proxy from my dad. So we made the New York Times bestseller list and Ooh. my dad was on a mission to find a physical copy of the New York Times. We weren't in it. We weren't in it, but he thought that we were. So he went on a mission one day uh-huh. to try to find the New York Times, like the physical copy. He went to like a five million stores. It took him eight hours. And then finally he comes home. He's like, I did it. And like has the stack of newspapers, puts it on the table. It's the LA times. So he went around searching for the LA times for eight hours. This is why you can't love your kid too much. I know. I'm like, it's just, I don't. Also, Jack, you could have just said to your dad, Kelty subscribes to the New York times, the Sunday New York times. She's going to get it. And we're not going to be in it. No, I did tell him this. And I remember Didn't I texted care. you asking too. I'm like, are we going to be in the physical copy of it? And you're like, no, but my dad still, he was going to go out and get it just in case. Oh, and he probably him. was going to like write on it, like the category that they don't put in there that we were yeah, in. He's going to do a drawing, <laughs> an inspirational drawing, or he's going to like copy and paste, like cut out like a printout of the printout and then like glue it on. He would make it himself. But yeah, poor dad. Dad is wow. cute though. Dad That's is cute. cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I still don't even think I've gotten the phone call to congratulate me on the New York Times bestsellers <laughs> list from my parents, but I'm not sure. Thanks, Pam. Um, so I started watching something before bed, and it is fucking oh, incredible. Yes. Okay, what is it? They put Supermarket Sweep on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys. Holy balls. It is so incredible. It's such a good time. It's so good that it's almost like too, it gets me too amped up before bed. Yeah, I'm like you get too excited for the people. Yeah, I'm like air punching. I'm sitting up. <laughs> like I'm like dying laughing. You guys, it's so dated, but it's so fed up because it's only like 1993. And I was like, wait a second. I was like seven here. This is what people dressed like when I was seven. It was so awful. It was so bad. The early the 90s hair. were a weird time for fashion. I have, I have such, such a weird time. You. I have something to tell you about Supermarket Sweep. Have I told you this before? Our lawyer, Carolyn, is a Supermarket Sweep champion. She yes. is? Yeah, she won. She practiced 
calming chickens for like six months because the chicken is worth the most because it's yes. expensive, right? Like the, the ham whole chicken, and the turkeys, the ham and the turkeys. And she like fully like would go around and practice palming, palming them so she could just like, yeah. <laughs> when did she do it? Like, I don't know. I'll text it. her. I'll text her. When they are doing a remake. It's coming back. So I know. dude, that's amazing. But that's- here's the, here's the bad week is I was sitting there watching it. You know, I hate Halloween. I hate it. But if I have to dress up, I will choose like the coziest, most like non-costume ever. But what I thought about is at the end of the show, when they do the actual sweep in their carts, they Mm -hmm. do a change from their own clothing to each team gets a colored sweatshirt with a white collared shirt underneath it and like their Mm. number. And so I was like, this could be an incredible Halloween costume for me and Zach. Just Mm, have a supermarket sweep. Yeah, yeah, have an empty cart and wear the matching sweatshirts and have awful 80s hair for me. And then I realized that there is no Halloween this year. <laughs> no, there's not. No, there's not. Wait, That's- Carolyn wrote back, 2001, she was on Supermarket Sweep. And I said, how many hams can you palm? And she goes, you were limited to five of each. Yeah, you can only do five wow. of each product. So and did she get five of each? Yeah. How much money did she win? Because these people were winning, like, sometimes they were only winning, like, three grand, and they have to split it between two people, and they were losing their shit, and then they have to pay taxes on it. I love that she's, like, a high-powered attorney, and I'm, like, uh, like, Like how how much much money did you make? Oh, wait, she sent me the thing. Okay. I don't, oh, she was on Monday and Friday. She was, like, a champion. Oh, my God. It was cruise week. Did you win a cruise? This was the Monday show. I don't have the Friday show. Colleen and Sherry versus Carolyn and Kathy. Oh my God, you guys. I need to watch this. This game. And it also like reminds you simpler times. Like things were like- I mean, yes. $1.25. Do you remember Kudos, the granola bars? No. Oh, yes. Chocolate covered granola bars. They were like, which of these items is over a $2? And it was like- uh, uh, hamburger helper, taco shells, and kudos. And everyone's like, oh, it's it's the kudos. Obviously, I guess those were pricey. They were like $2.25. They're like luxury <laughs> granola bars. It's just so good. It's so good, you guys. I, I highly suggest you watch it. It will really, it'll do something to you. I think we should do our own version of Supermarket Sweep in like a Target or something. Same. Ooh. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Yep. Great. Who's coming All right. up? We're very excited to have another funny lady with us joining in a moment. Now back to the Lady Gang. Our guest today is a model, actress, and comedian who's best known as a social media maven. And although it was through Vine when her massive following began, it's through TikTok where she's made old peeps on talk a thing. Thank you, girl. The renegade, with and without her pup, check. Pew, pew, pew. Hold up. She got it. Can't touch this. More like already crushed this. And when she isn't dancing it out, you can find her on the gram acting it out with some of her very own skits alongside her multi-talented fiance. Now with their very own podcast, Riled Up with Ariel and Matt, please welcome to the Lady Gang, a woman with cheekbones for days, more energy than all three of us combined, and a microphone that she's eating like a turd. Ariel Vandenberg. <laughs> Woo! Oh my Welcome. God. Dude, that intro right now, like, who wrote that? <laughs> oh, those are all Kelsey. But- oh my God, I'm so impressed. Thank you for I- introducing me with the first thing you said was a model. I was like, okay. <laughs> I like Wait, that. are you not a model? You look like a model. 
I know I look like one, but uh, no, um, I no, I I used to model a lot. It was back in my heyday, you know. I yeah. just saw on an Instagram story. I think it was like last night that you said that your mom was a model. My mom was a model. Yeah, that would explain your face. Thanks. Oh, it's like it's like a Hadid thing. Nobody has a face like that that hasn't been scouted in the mall. That's Seriously. all. I'm I was I was scouted by Cameron Diaz's uh, oh. uh, modeling agent when I was in high school. Seriously? Wow. Mm-hmm. Are you tall? I mean, I know we've met in real life, but we were all wearing shoes. Like, are you? A, I'm. You I'm five nine. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah, so like pure model esque vibes. Yep. Uh, well, thanks, guys, but you know, I got to work out. <laughs> um, I have help. so many questions for you. First of all, does Justin Bieber is he aware of your skits about him? Sure is. He does. He is. Has what he ever he like replied to like, a story? Yeah. So he's never replied to a story, unfortunately. I, but it's okay. You know, want to know what's so sad is when I go to my Instagram to like, you know, when you can like go to your DMs and you could see what you've tagged people in. Yeah. I have tagged him in so many Instagram stories. It's like actually scares me. And so I pull it up. I'm like, Oh my God. And you can't delete those because they're already gone. It just says, you mentioned Justin Bieber. You mentioned Justin Bieber. You mentioned Justin Bieber. I don't like it. It goes on for like two minutes. (laughs) You're you're such a beautiful man. Oh, oh, me? Oh, I thought you said him. Yeah. Thank you. He's not a beautiful man. You're like the version of Bieber that I would actually have sex with. (laughs) Your version is hot to me. Oh, the real Bieber. I'm like, no thanks. You're taller than the real Bieber. So that automatically gives you points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what's so funny is I dressed up like him for Halloween. I mean, I've done it like five years in a row. But um, I went to this Halloween party and I confused everyone. Girls were like wanting me and also dudes were wanting me and then gay dudes were wanting me and then like straight dudes were wanting me. Like everyone wanted me and it was perfect. <laughs> Dude, ideal. Okay. I was in the ideal situation. Now, your fiance is a, a retired um, emo kid. Mm-hmm. proclaimed emo kid so how did the, the, jack tell me the story how do they all know each other i mean i know matt from my warp tour days i think i met him when i was 18 maybe 19 years old in his old band and we yeah. kind of we've been what was the old band tour. what were they called it boys oh yes the it boys yeah they were so interesting <laughs> They were actually really good. So we had like yeah. worked toward together. We we're around the same scene though. So that's how I knew him. So it was so funny because I followed you forever too. So when you guys started doing your videos together, yeah. and started dating, I'm like, oh, such a small world. Yeah, it was, it was pretty weird. I mean, I've known him since those days too, but there, it, it, we just didn't do videos back then. You know, when Vine came out, we started doing videos together and we weren't dating back then. And, um, but I remember when he would go on warp tour like we were friends back then and so i don't i'm surprised did we ever hang out me and you i was drunk the entire time so my memory is very foggy but i'm sure we've crossed paths at some point i'm like bitch you're my roommate (laughs) um yeah okay you're like we snuggled in a bunk i actually might have i wouldn't remember i'm actually curious kelty this is probably on your rundown but you know i don't do my homework and look, but I really want to know, we have so many girls that ask about like turning 
friendships into romantic situations. So like what made you turn the corner? Did you always have a crush on him? Did something happen? Yeah. Um, so we actually, Matt and I met in 2006. Then we didn't see each other for maybe a couple of years. And he ended up working at a store that I would always go to because my best friend worked there. And then him and I just hung out every freaking day pretty much. And, um, and I was like, this guy's awesome. And I always had a boyfriend. He always had a girlfriend and it wasn't, it just like, wasn't like that. And then it wasn't, it was just strict, strictly platonic. It was like such a great friendship that we had. And then we would do all these videos together and everyone would always ask us like, oh, you guys are totally secretly dating or you guys are totally going to end up together. And I was like, you know, I'm like, sure. Like we'll probably end up getting married. But like, I didn't like see that we weren't, we never talked about it, nothing. And until like, I had a pretty bad breakup and, and I was super heartbroken and this one night, like Matt was like, I'm in love with you. And I was like, not the time. Like, oh my God. I was like, this could be like the worst timing ever because I was just like really stuck in this other mindset of like this guy like might come back or like, you know, we might get back together or whatever. And so, you know, and th- you know, that's just what happened. He told me he loved me and it was just the wrong timing. And I wasn't, I didn't like lead him on or anything. I just said, look, like I love you. I like, I love you as a human. Like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. Cause you on, you know, you are perfect for me. I, I just don't, I don't feel that way right now. And then a few years passed. And, um, I think what it was is I let myself, I allowed myself to be single for a while. Cause I just had boyfriend after boyfriend after boyfriend. I, I was in these like long-term relationships one after the next. And then the, 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 kicker was that I was single and I was like left to my own thoughts. Like who is the right person for me? And then I was like, dude, Matt is freaking perfect. He's hot. He's funny. He's my best friend. We like it. And just so many things were in the right place at the right time. And I was like, I would, I want to have kids with someone like that. I want to, you know, like be, it, it just, that's the way I started thinking. And then I was like, Oh my God. And so I, long story short, uh, we basically like started hanging out more and I was like, I just want to hang out with you more and more and more. And I just turned a corner and like, was like, I think I love Matt Cutchell. (laughs) Like that. So that's like very condensed version of our love story. (laughs) Now you're getting married. Do you have a dress? Do you have a date? We have nothing. Like I have no dress. I have no date. We, him and I are so, we're so busy and I'm like, when are we going to, like, I don't know. What do you, when, what do you start? What do you start with? Like the date? I, I have no idea. Probably. I think you start, I, we started with the venue. Oh. And oh, cause then you got to find the date through the venue. Yeah. And it kind of makes right. it easier for you because you fall in love with the venue and then it's like, oh, well, here's the available dates. And then you sort of just nail yeah. it down and you go from there. Got it. I got yeah. Married in my friend's backyard, and we had a really long, like, a, I think we were engaged for like two and a half years or something. You know, most people think like you have to get married within that year or whatever. So you can take your time. And then also, like, you just pick a date where the people you hate aren't available. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm so. It's <laughs> not even possible. I'm <laughs> like, you're like, oh, wait, Sandra said her wedding? Damn, Aunt Marjorie. 
guess you're oh. going to have to pick who you're going to go wedding to. Because <laughs> you're, you're an idiot. Don't listen. Don't listen to Kelty's advice. <laughs> I, Unless so somebody funny. like doesn't go out on like a Wednesday, then you know if there's like a superstition kind of thing going on. Yeah, I'm getting married on Christmas Day. Who can come? <laughs> that will literally just X out Sorry. everyone, which actually might be kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to have a big like, wedding party? It's so funny to me that people uh, actually have like they're like, I'm going to have my wedding on New Year's Eve. You're like, how selfish are you? Like, <laughs> I hate you're it. making me go to a wedding on like 2020. Like off um uh uh, am i gonna what wedding party i don't know i think it'll be i think it'll be a smallish i what i my dream would be to honestly just have a huge party and i know that's probably what everyone says i don't know i'm matt and i aren't like wanting a huge traditional thing we're just kind of like i wouldn't mind if we got married together with like one of our friends in the forest and then came back to a huge party. Like I would, like, I'm legit. okay with that. Yeah. yeah, Just something like that. And I think that'd be really cool. And it, I don't need my like family to sit there and look at me while I say I do like I, maybe my mom, but like, I don't care. <laughs> now yeah. the most important question, which is. And my dad, I don't know why I left my dad out of that. I, I meant <laughs> like, I meant like just my mom and dad would be cool, but like, I'm not like inviting my cousins, you know, I don't know. I don't, that, that also sounds bad. I love my cousins. Oh my God. I'm the worst. This is the problem. Where do you cut it off? And it, then you have like 500 people happens. at your wedding. <laughs> totally. That's welcome. how it happens. Oh. Welcome to bridal hell. Shut it up. has begun. Now I'm very, very excited. This is actually something I wanted to ask you when we saw you at the Crate and Cultivate 100 party. Um, yeah. and I didn't have the balls to do it in person. So now I'm glad I can do it oh, on Zoom, no. which is I so need scared. your like most insane celebrity DM story. <laughs> oh, you get, cause you're funny and you're hot, which means that like all the Leonardo DiCaprio's try to hook up with you. So like, tell me what that's like. You don't have to, you can name the name if you want. <laughs> um, Okay. Well, oh God, I truly, I get like random ass DMs, but like, obviously Instagram has been around for longer than I've been engaged. So people come at you in the DMs, right? Well, okay. It's not like someone coming at me, but this actually happened and it's so embarrassing. Okay. You ready for this? Shit? Okay. So I think Sean Mendez is so hot. Me too. Right? Oh, we love Sean Mendez. Team, team Sean. I am team him. Mendez for life. Hot. Okay. So then he's dating the other hottie of the universe uh, when he was dating Haley Baldwin mm. before the oh. Beebs. When they were dating, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, bo- like you two are not allowed to date. Like, that's Brangelina all over again. Because she is so pretty and he is just so handsome. And then they go to the freaking Met Ball together. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So... Oh my God, this is so bad. So my friend and I like always send each other Sean Mendez's Instagrams, like in Instagram stories. And I, I'm friends with Sean from Vine, like back in the day. I just, I mean, we're not like, but like we know each other from then and we've followed each other for so many years. And so like we have an open DM conversation. Like, it's not like he has to accept me. Like if I message him, he will either see it or deny me right like it's it's an open thing so I you know when like so I sent a screenshot or I sent his story of no. him and Haley to him and I go what the actual fuck 
with like with tongues, like tongue emojis. <laughs> Wait, did you do this on purpose or did you try to send it to no, a friend? An accident. I meant to send it to one of my best friends who we always send each other uh, Sean Mendez stuff. Cause we think he's just so cute. And like, look, oh I w- I had a boyfriend then. Like I wasn't even like, I wasn't even about that. I just think he's so cute. And my friend was single. So I would always send him Sean, send her Sean Mendez stuff and be like, I wish you could date him, whatever. So, so I send this picture and I go, seriously, what the fuck with tongues? And I'm like, Oh dear God. And he writes back. And I was like, wow, why is Sean Mendez messaging me on Instagram? <laughs> he writes back. What does this mean? Oh. Question mark, question mark, question mark. And I go, Oh my God. And I go, okay, listen, you're fucking super attractive. And I know that we are friends, but my friend and I just think you and Haley are so such a hot couple, and I actually meant to send this to her. I was just super transparent. I just go, that's what happened. End of story. And he goes, LOL, thank you so much. And I was like, dude, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for existing, Sean Mendez. <laughs> thank you, Sean. But like, he, can I just like elaborate on Sean Mendez? That dude deserves freaking all, all the fame he gets. And forever and ever and ever, he is the nicest, kindest, raddest person. And I'm, I like, I just think he's such a genuine person. I want him to be the biggest thing because I would love for everyone, like kids to look up to him. I think he is such a cool person and I, I'll never get over it. And then on top of it, he's hot and you're like, okay, whatever. So that was, that was the craziest DM situation I've ever been in. And I'm so, I like, I feel I feel weird about it, but I'm also like, who cares? I'm a human being. <laughs> Let I, me live. Let me live my truth. It's like Sean, it, he brought us like vests. And so he's guilty in this too, you know? He did bring Not us just vests. your fault. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. When he brought us vests, we knew like something had changed in me. I was like, am I attracted to a man wearing a vest? Again, I think I am. Do you call <laughs> it's a vest like a tank top? I mean, no, he wears vests, like, like a, a button-down vest. He wears like a tank top with a vest over it, like a yeah, vest, I don't like like it. a vest and a cummerbund. But honestly, a vest. What's I'm a okay with it. You, only people that aren't married, or you're not married, right, Jack? No, <laughs> they're like that. I'm. I'm not either. I only know this because of freaking him being like, "Do I need a cummerbund?" It's like one of the things that goes around your waist when you're like wearing a tux, right? Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Oh. I wore one for Justin Bieber. That's the only reason why I know what it is, actually. That's why. Because I wore one when I was wedding Bieber. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> wedding Bieber. And okay. I got that cummerbund from, like, men's warehouse, and then I lost it, and the guy let me borrow it. And I lost it on the dance floor, and I just never called, and now I'm just the worst. <laughs> oh, no. Lost cummerbund. I guess this is the end of our men's warehouse sponsorship. Thanks for that. Um, when we come back, uh, Ariel's going to fix your life. You're listening to the lady gang. Okay. And we're back. All right. So what we do for this part of our podcast is our listeners writing questions about their lives and we try to give them advice. Sometimes it's questionable. Sometimes it's good, but are you ready to change lives? I've never been more ready. Okay. So our first question comes from anonymous. She says, after a short whirlwind start to our relationship, I moved in with my boyfriend about two months ago. We are both in our thirties and have lived with a significant other before. So moving in together after less than a year of dating didn't really seem like a big deal. 
until after a week of moving in, our offices sent us home and we found ourselves quarantined together. He doesn't mind being stuck at home, but I'm losing my damn mind in here and I can tell my craziness and impatience is impacting our relationship. Any tips on how to handle the stress of being with your partner 24-7 and trying to live and work from a very small shared space? I'm also accepting tips on how to keep it sexy. That's a good, I mean, that's a really good question. Um, How is, you, you, it's just you and Matt, right? Yeah. Obviously. Mm -hmm. How has quarantine life been with just seeing each other and only each other? Honestly, we are so, um, like, we are so respectful of each other's space and time that if I can tell he's in a mood or vice versa, I just, I can take a hint or he can. And it's like, we give each other that space and it's not even weird. It's not personal. It's just, maybe I didn't sleep the best last night. I woke up this morning. I woke up at like seven thirty, and I, I just could not sleep last night. And I woke up and I'm like, I just, Matt started waking up too. And usually we come down around the same time or usually he's up before me. But this morning I just said to him, I was like, Hey, can I have 30 minutes by myself downstairs? Like I just wanted to be downstairs because I, I wanted to have my coffee. I wanted to meditate. I wanted to like do a thing. I like literally like do morning prayers with my coffee. And I felt like I just needed like alone time because and, and it's nothing against him. It's literally like I woke up kind of just like irritated from not being able to sleep. And I was like, I need like quiet. And so I was like, is it cool? And he's like, yeah, yeah, go do your thing. So I go downstairs and then he comes down like 45 minutes later and we're back to normal. And I think it's just like even saying it out loud was weird, but I also was like, no offense, but like, can I just have downstairs for a little bit? And he's like, sure. And so I think it's just being honest and, and transparent. We're obviously in a really weird situation right now. Um, this isn't our norm, like this isn't normal. So you have to, you have to do the best you can. Right. So like, if you really need space, just say it out loud. Or if you're like, Hey, your music is really loud. Put headphones on. Matt tells me to put headphones on all the time. And I'm like, okay. Cause I'll, I'll use the speaker in the kitchen and it's, you know, in the whole house or whatever. And he's like, can you please just like listen to that on your headphones? I'm like, sure. You just have to be respectful. That's, that's all it is. And if you're getting, if it's, if you're getting agitated and annoying or annoyed, take a walk. Like that's that, you know, it's not his fault. <laughs> Yeah. And I think it's like, we're there. It's like a two pronged thing, right? One, it's just hard to be in a small space with one other person 24 seven Two, everybody has like all the, a ton of anxieties and uncertainties of what's going on in the world. So you like add those two things together and it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's, it's honestly such a crazy situation. And I'm so fortunate that I even have an upstairs and a downstairs to be able to like isolate, but you're to, to have separation. Um, I'm, you know, I know that I'm very lucky to have that, but there's so many, I think like taking a walk is a huge stress reliever. And like, you don't realize it until you try it. And people are like, I know so many people are like, well, I'm not going to take a walk. Like then I'm just being like, blow. I'm like, just take a walk, try it. It's so nice. Game changing. You know what else is majorly game changing? I, she did ask for part of the question was how to keep it sexy. I found out the secret. No, No, I know you guys. No, well, it was a walk. No, I got a really trampy body stocking from Fredericks of Hollywood (laughs) and I wore it this past weekend. And let me tell you the reasons why it's amazing. A, 
fishnet is so forgiving. Like, <laughs> it really is. It's yeah. just one. It's like essentially a big fucking spank for your body, but it's yes. sexual, right? It's it's slimming. Is there holes in it? There was a vagina. <laughs> That's what I'm Ew. wondering. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, elaborate, please. Anyway, but it was like 15 <laughs> bucks at Fredericks of Hollywood and it ties around the neck, low cut, and then just like... And like, I'm definitely one of those people that's been emotionally eating and not getting enough exercise during this quarantine. So I'm not feeling my best about my shape for me. And so putting on that body stocking, I was like, this is hiding everything that I don't want you to see <laughs> and you're loving it. And so pew, 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 pew. So a, crotch, a crotchless body stocking will do the trick. Yeah. So it's Kelsey yep. Knight. Next or question. <laughs> shave your legs and you'll feel a lot better. Yeah. Oh, shave your honestly, legs. shave your legs and do like 10 pushups. You'll feel great. It's true. No, because uh, do I a spray tan. I look down and all I see is my janky ass fucking toenails that need a pedicure like oh. so badly. I, I gave beautiful with an ugly toe. I no. gave myself a pedicure yesterday and it changed oh, my same. life. Same. And I've never given myself a bomb pedicure where I was focused. Like it's all like <laughs> shitty where the paints on your skin and shit. Yeah. I literally focused. I even told Matt, I was like, don't talk to me. I'm focusing. And I like did each one and like was so careful. It turned out amazing. And my toes look like I got them done. And I'm like, I mean, I never have to spend $50 ever again. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. And it takes a long time. So it really takes up like a big chunk of your day. Yes. Yeah. Which exactly. is amazing. You guys, Ariel's new podcast riled up. Uh, with Ariel and Matt every Tuesday and Thursday, wherever you get your podcast. So first you can go listen to Lady Gang and be like, mom, 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 and then you can go listen to them. It'll be perfect. Your Tuesday is going to be insane. Your Thursday, I don't know. Um, it's, no, it's going to be great. And if you want to follow all this craziness, you should definitely follow her on TikTok because it's amazing. Um, and then on Instagram, Ariel, A-R-I-E. L L E. It's like L, like chic. L. Panari mm, uh, first. Yep. Mm, ponytail. What right. body stocking? Huh. Okay, and we will. Thank you so much okay. for being on the show. Thank you. You guys are the best. Thank you. And we will see, see you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. It's so hard to Tuesday. Sorry. Thanks for listening, and make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We have new episodes of Lady Gang every Tuesday and Thursday. Follow us on social media at the Lady Gang. Uh, follow us personally at Kelty, most importantly, at Becca, and at Jack Bannock. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bakewet. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts, and tune in for new episodes every single week. 